Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. This is episode number 69. Woo! Okay, so obviously I plan out my podcast, and so when I knew this was episode number 69, I said, oh, fuck, we have to have a sex episode, and I'm going to deliver to you guys today, so... I really hope that you are ready and buckled in because it's going to be a good one. So a few little things that have been happening in my life that I want to share with you guys. Number one being this past weekend, I actually checked off something off of my bucket list that I had been wanting to do for a very, very long time. You know, those like life things that you like really have always wanted to do on your bucket list. And you're like, when the hell am I going to do that? Well, if you go on my TikTok and or My Naked Mindsetters Facebook group, you will know, or you already do know, that me and Tyler were actually wedding crashers this weekend. It was so much fun. It was actually a f- Tyler's best friend's cousin's wedding, and it just so happened to be right down the road from us. And we were like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to go. Obviously, like after they eat and everything. So it was like the reception. Everyone was dancing. We walked in like we own the place. And it was so much fun. I mean, I didn't even know anyone except for his uh, best friend's family. And it was so much fun. I didn't even like no one questioned us. Like, I honestly kind of felt like weird to like go up to the bride and be like, hey, I'm crashing your wedding. But like. Tyler did talk to the groom and he was like so excited that we were there. It was really funny, but like we never said anything to the bride, which I kind of, again, felt a little awkward about, but all in all, she had so much other things going on. I probably like, she probably didn't even notice that we were there, but anyways, it was such a fun time. So congrats to the newlyweds. (laughs) We loved going to your wedding. We'll definitely be in some of those pictures. So that will be really funny. But anywho, without further ado, here is the episode. I hope you enjoy. All right, everyone. I have a very special returning guest today. She is actually one of the top podcast listens of My Naked Mindset, and she was on episode number 39, which was called Mutual Masturbation, Sex Toys, and Cuckolding. She is a podcast host of Sex Essentialist, and she is also a sex educator. Everyone, please welcome M to the show. Hey, so excited to be back. I am so excited to chat with you again. Clearly our episode like nailed it. So I am very excited to just get into all the juicy things. Yes. Clearly we just vibe and we are... are our vibes together are just so much fun and we have just like the same perspective and and ideas and thoughts. And I love that. So I love that we get to do this again, together again and kick it off because this is the 69th episode, like I mentioned in the intro and I am so excited. So I've been trying something new lately and I kind of, I'm kind of enjoying it because I feel like it really sparks up the convo. What are you most excited about just like in your life or like just really anything right now? What are you most excited about? Oh my God. Wow. That's a really beautiful question, actually. Um, For some reason that hits me in my feels. Uh, Yeah. You know, I think um, not to say that we are by any means living in a post-COVID world because COVID is totally still real. But uh, honestly, 
the last two years, um, in terms of seeing friends and family and traveling have been super limited for obvious reasons. And, uh, for those of you who listen to existentialist, you'll know that my partner is originally from England and, um, we haven't spent a ton of time with his friends and family, obviously in the last few years as a result. And so, um, you know, later this month, I'm traveling to England to go to one of his best friend's weddings. And he wrote, a. He was asked to write a poem for the ceremony that he'll be reading. And it's like this beautiful thing. And I'm just honestly excited about getting to do fun things with my partner in, in a place that he knows and loves. Is that corny? That's not very sexy. Ooh, I love that. First of all, <laughs> I have always wanted to go to England. I actually have family there. So you'll have to tell me all about it because that's amazing. Yes. That's so I absolutely will. The poem thing that is the cutest. And that's I such know. like an honor for him, I'm sure, too. Yeah, yeah. He he is uh, a writer by trade. And so okay. it makes sense. It's not like uh completely out of the blue, but yeah, it is such an honor. And he wrote a really beautiful oh. little piece um for them and, and the couple because he's known them since they met. And so it's really sweet. But um yeah, no, England's beautiful. I mean, it's obviously London, massive big city, which is, it's hard to go wrong with, with that there's art and culture and food, and it's a beautiful place. And then, you know, the countryside is equally as lovely. It's just quiet and totally different from, you know, living in, I live in a big city here in the U S it's just completely different. Um, right. so yeah, it's just fun, you know, 2022 it's happening. Hell yeah, girl. Let's get, <laughs> let's get after it. For sure. And, and honestly travel, I mean, I feel like whenever I come back from anything travel related, you have a completely different perspective. It's mm-hmm. like you see new things, you experience new things, you get to see the culture, you get to see different people, like just everything about it, I feel like is so enjoyable and, and just exploring and yeah. like being able to even drive. I find driving in a car, even if I'm not driving, if I'm the passenger, I find it so, it's just like kind of soothing. It's just like mm-hmm. you get to things that you've never seen before I, I love it so that's awesome yeah. that is great. so question. thank you so obviously this is the 69th episode so I saw I thought what better way to introduce the topic today which is all about 69 and obviously I feel like a lot of people like know what that is but let's kind of break it down because some of you may have never tried it you know you never know so basically 69 is giving oral receiving oral simultaneously receiving and enjoying pleasure at the same time as your partner and obviously this can look like so many different things so many different positions so many different ways to do it and I Mm -hmm. think it can be really fun because obviously you're enjoying it, but then you're also being able to give pleasure to your partner. So it's, it's, it's very fun. And I, I personally enjoy it. Some people are not into it at all, which I find very interesting. So I actually was curious what my listeners thought. So I actually did a poll on my, on my Instagram and people said 40% people of people said they loved it. 10% said not for me. 45% said it's okay. And 5% said that they've never tried it. So the majority is they said it's okay. So I was like, huh, (laughs) interesting. So I guess I am curious to, to like ask you, you know, what are your 69 experiences? Like, do you particularly like certain, you know, positions or like, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I think 
so I'm pro. I'm pro 69ing. Um, I wouldn't say it's a super regular, you know, it's not a part of my like weekly sex practice, but it does happen. Um, I think pretty often. I think the reason that I was um maybe resistant to it initially, sort of as I first started trying it with partners, um, you know, earlier in, in my sexual experiences, I think. I think that my resistance to it came from the fact that it's multitasking, right? So as someone, as someone who loves to give pleasure, um, not to say I'm not a taker because I'm also a taker, but um, <laughs> I, I love to gratify my partner. I get a lot of gratification out of pleasing my partner. And so sometimes I know I'm worse at that when I'm receiving. And so part of me is like, maybe we should just take turns. Like maybe we should take turns so I'm not having to multitask. Um, and, and I think probably some people feel that way, um, or feel the reverse wherein they like, can't focus on their pleasure because they're thinking about their partner's pleasure. And I can understand that, but I think with the right partner and and to your point, um, in the right positions, it can Mm. be really fun and a great, um, and frankly, efficient way to, you know, have foreplay if, if it's, if it, if it's a pre, um, intercourse act obviously it doesn't have to be that could just be the end all be all which is fun too um yeah yeah, I like it um I also think certain positions definitely work way better than others agreed because like obviously you can just be let's just talk about hetero relationships for right now so obviously the man can be on the bottom and the woman can kind of be on top you could obviously reverse that. You could go like side to side, almost like you're spooning, but like mm-hmm. opposite, like on your sides. I mean, I looked up some things and there was one that was like a swing. And so you're almost like dangling. Wow. Like, and I was like, wow, that looks so intense. And I really want to try that. <laughs> so I might have to go buy myself a swing, but there's, I mean, that those are just like a couple that, I, that come to mind, but there's so many different ways to do it. And I think also- the craziest one that I think I might have ever seen was the man standing and literally he obviously oh, yeah. like upside down I'm like that looks a little dangerous what if you're like feeling it and then all of a sudden you're on the ground like that that shit is fake um I mean I'm sure it's not I'm sure people have done it but like I have Ooh. I have a, a sex position bible and I've sort of like memed it on my on my Instagram a bit um because there are positions like that and it's sort of like, okay, yeah, hold on while I just flip my ass over. Right. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, maybe maybe if you have one partner who's way lighter and more petite than another one, but it does seem really acrobatic and dangerous. I much prefer the idea of a swing. You should get yourself a swing. I need a swing. <laughs> you need a swing. That's what we've learned. <laughs> I feel like it would be so much fun and you could do a, like, I used yeah. to have with a past partner. I kind of just forgot about that, that I had one. It was like, <laughs> you could just put it on the door. So it's almost like mm-hmm. I like get myself up, up into it. And, yeah, and I yeah. probably have done 69 with that, but yeah, I'm going to need to get a swing. <laughs> yeah. That's the it's, conclusion. It sounds like that's really crucial. I mean, I've never, I've never done anything in a swing at all. Um, so fun. That's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'll admit I'm partial to the spooning style of 69ing. Um, you know, I think obviously that's easier for me being the person who's giving 
oral sex to a penis owner because penises right. are super accessible even at that angle but it doesn't seem all that difficult for my partner when yeah. he's going down on me so That's my true. my my bet is that I mean surely gay couples of two penis owners like surely that's that's a good position too no idea about I don't know I've never 69 with another woman I've I've only ever taken turns so I can't speak to that experience but um, because the neck could really hurt after a while I feel like I never yeah yeah and it's like certainly it totally depends too on the vulva right I think Mm. because like for me for me too because I tend to like hold my leg out to make room for his face yes. <laughs> yes. that's tiring my hips get tired oh, I'm, only, I'm only so strong <laughs> <laughs> right I, speaking of that I'm kind of thinking of I mean this is not 69 but I think when they're going down on you like when you get to put your like legs over their shoulders I feel like that is my favorite way to yeah, receive that's people. good that's a great that's a great position but 69, I, I would have to say, I feel like I just like being on top. But I actually, right before I started recording, I asked my boyfriend, I was like, because he, so it's funny, he's not like, a, he, it's not like he doesn't like 69, but it's not like his favorite thing. Yeah, yeah. Kind of more just do it like one at a time kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I asked him why. And his answer was interesting. He said, he was like, it's so like, if I'm on top, it, he's like, it's so hard to like, get up in there because it's like the angle can be a little awkward sometimes and I was like oh that's interesting so then I thought to myself well maybe we should try like the sideways the you know on your side thing and I was like hmm there's so many ways to look at it I feel like you know yeah no that makes total sense because I think like when I typically sit on my partner's face and I'm not 69ing I do face the other way yes because it's much more accessible and but but no I mean usually honestly like if he eats me out I'm very normally like just on my back I think it's so much easier that way yes but but to be honest ass play is kind of a big part of my sex life and so a lot of the time I'm just laying face down so that he can lick all of it (laughs) yeah love that oh I freaking love that I just listened to a podcast the other day about ass play Mm. and that's something that I feel like it's like, for whatever reason, it's still so taboo. Like even like on, on male partners, I feel like it's like there, there's like such a stigma and like a shame, like, oh, like, totally. why do I like that? And it's like, because there's so much stimulation and there's so many nerve endings and all of that stuff. And it's like, it's, it's so crazy. Cause it's like, it's, if you're getting pleasure from it and it feels good to you, like, why not try it? Right we're cut from the same cloth you and I 100 percent yeah no I mean this is the thing is I and I could talk about ass play for two hours so (laughs) please stop me but um no I mean it I understand the taboo is is twofold right especially for heterosexual heterosexual cisgender men there is a shame an internalized homophobia about it right and that's society's fault. And I get that that is a real experience for people. And on the other side, even for those of us who are like, you know, super queer friendly or even queer, it's like, oh, but my ass isn't for sex. It's for bodily function. But frankly, like if you clean your body, (laughs) y'all, it's, it's like, let me tell you, I've 
done it with my butt and with other people's butts. And I've never had like a mess on my hands ever. Right. Me either. Just, just prep, just clean yourself, keep it squeaky. And there's no concerns. And I wish I had a prostate. That's where I'll end with that. I wish I had a prostate right. because dear God, <laughs> use your prostate. <laughs> literally, literally. No, I feel like, and you're right. And I think that uh, that's also another part of it is like it, it, people think it's dirty or, you know, what have you, but it's like, just like you clean your genital area, like mm-hmm. just do the same for your butt and you're be, you're going to be good. And obviously I think easing is easing into, I feel like is a very good way to start out. Oh, like you cannot yeah. just shove something up there that fucking hurts like a bitch yeah, and it yeah. will not feel pleasurable. So definitely like ease into it. Lube, lube, yeah. lube, lube. I feel like that's like, if you are starting out with that, I feel like that's definitely yeah, as much lube as humanly possible is crucial and um, definitely ease into it. Like mm-hmm. e- even even like over a period of several sexual encounters, I'm not even saying like ease into it over the course of an hour, like, right. like start super small and then work your way up. And you know what? You never have to get fucked in the ass. You can do other right. stuff. There's so many toys, tongues, mm-hmm. fingers, infinite options. Definitely. And I also hear, I've never tried them, but butt plugs, I know that they have like different size variations. So you can definitely kind of play around with that if you want (laughs) to, you want to get down that like lane, but definitely easing into it. I think every single time I've had, you know, butt play or in any butt sex, whatever, in any sort of situation, I feel like easing into it I'm usually like slightly I've had a few drinks normally when I want to do that it's just kind of how I am uh, and my boyfriend always laughs at me he's like you want to do butt stuff and I'm like <laughs> you're like tee yes please <laughs> it just it does feel good and I know I'm yeah. literally going completely off topic but you know what? I don't even care because this is just how I roll and we just I love it once we're on a topic I'm like if we Stick it goes off, it. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care at all. So I think we're we vibing. We totally talk about this because I've actually never, I don't think I've ever talked about this stuff on my podcast. So easing into it. And I think, I don't know if you have any other suggestions on how to get into that region or obviously. Yeah. I mean, the number one thing for me, for folks to remember is that, um, it's not, it doesn't have to be and often shouldn't be the only stimulation you're receiving, right? So if you're a vulva owner and you're engaging in ass play, you know, if you're a big clit person or you, you know, have a really sensitive G-spot or like your vaginal opening is really sensitive, like don't forget to pleasure those other parts because mm-hmm. um, that's going to help you loosen up frankly, like you'll, you'll be receiving pleasure because, um, it is a bit of a mental game when you first start getting into anal play. And similarly, like if you're a penis owner, um, like, or you're giving anal pleasure to a penis owner, like, you know, blow them or give them a hand job at the same time. Like it, yeah. it can be really overwhelming to just have your ass played with. And oftentimes like, again, not, as gratifying in its own right, as it is in a combination with everything else, especially as a, as a vulva owner, since we don't have prostates. Um, so I would say that also I have a really beautiful glass, uh, training kit. So before I have a, 
you know, a penis in my ass <laughs> before I engage in anal sex. Uh, I usually have, I, I use the training kit. So like start out with the smallest one and then throughout the inner, like the interaction, ease my way up to a bigger, um, butt plug basically before having actual anal sex. So like, there's so many really like beautiful, well-made tools, um, out there for, for exploring this. Also anal beads are really good. I always think a way like the safest starting off point for me, uh, anal sex wise is play with, play around with anal beads and get used to that. And then, um, butt plugs are a really great next step. I think butt plugs are actually easier because it's oh, just like yeah. one, one shape in, you know what I mean? Like it, but it, as opposed to anal beads where it's the sensation of several like beads going in and out. Right. Um, but butt plugs are much more intimidating to look at in my opinion. So I always say, start with anal beads and, um, and then go from there. I love that advice. That's such good. And now I want to go get some butt plugs. I've been wanting to do it. They're so fun. And know what's funny is there's this sex store, probably like 10 minutes from my house. Every single time I drive by it, I'm like, I need Janae, just walk in, just go walk in. And every single time I'm like, I I always, am like running to do something else. I'm always Mm -hmm. like, I don't have time. But one of these days when I go in that direction, I'm just going to stop and pull over and bring my boyfriend. And he's going to be like, are you kidding me, Janae? And we're really doing this right now. And I'm going to say, yes, we are. Do it. I mean, there's some really fun, you mentioned this earlier, but like shapes and colors and vibrating ones versus not vibrating ones. And, um, you know, like at most of your local sex shops, there's going to be someone who works there who really knows their stuff. So don't, don't hesitate to ask them because they know their shit. I've, I one time was like, hi, my partner and I are going to stay at my mother's house for a couple of weeks over the holidays. And I want a silent sex toy for us to use. (laughs) What do we get? (laughs) And they were like, well, this one. Yeah. I mean, I just, I was like, well, I don't know what we're going to do. So (laughs) have to get something (laughs) I want to know what 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 did they recommend you getting I ended up I ended up getting it's a little like handheld uh um just like a seven speed vibrator um so it's if it's in my palm um it has a really heavy weight to it so I think it's called the lewand l-e-w-a-n-d I think that's the, the one I can confirm but um but yeah it's it's No, it's not that, is it? Maybe it's that. I think that's the brand. Anyway, um, yeah, so it has a weight to it, which is really nice for a partner who's using it on you so they don't, like, lose track of where they were. Um, And it's just super small, and it really doesn't make any sound. It makes sound if you, like, if it's not pressed against your skin, but once it's sort of, like, against uh, your clit, presumably, then um, it, it is really quiet. Wow. Okay. That's good to know. I like that. Just pro dips. (laughs) Oh, by the way, you're going to die when I tell you this. So our, our, our previous podcast, number 39 for everyone listening, go Mm -hmm. check it out. I remember you telling me about the lights and how you, in your bedroom, when you do like the red light, that it's like unbelievably sexy. Well, guess Mm -hmm. what? Your girl got lights. I don't even know how long ago. It's been a while now. Yeah. And tell you, every single time the we do the red, it's freaking wild. I don't know what it is. It's so, <laughs> it's so hot. And I was like, I need to tell Emma about this because <laughs> he's 
going to be like, hell yeah, girl. That makes me so fucking happy. It's insane what mood you can set with something as small as lighting. Light. Oh my God. It's so, and I like the purple one too. I really like the purple. The purple is sexy. But anyways, I have to tell you that. (laughs) That makes me so happy. Freaking great tips. Um, So do you have any tips on like, if someone was doing 69 and maybe they weren't really feeling it, they weren't liking it, what do you think are some tips to like help maybe spice it up or like make it more in, in, I don't know, fun, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's like a really good question. I mean, on, on brand for what we've talked about so far, I think you can incorporate ass play too, just as an, a side note, that's already part of your sex practice. Super easy for one or both parties to one, have a toy in their butt hands-free just some some added easy stimulation um or you know you can just like reach reach around and and add that too I mean sort of like Mm. you know if you're a vagina owner you most of us I think enjoy when you know we're getting fingered while we're getting eaten out you know what I mean same concept same concept just added stimulation literally like unless someone is really sensitive and, and gets overstimulated quickly like truly cannot hurt um and I think um switching up the positions to like while you're doing it I don't think there's any harm in like you know if you if you like the 69ing itself but you're on top or underneath and you're like I'm not getting to the spot I want to get to or I'm not you know like I'm cramping or I'm not deep throating enough or whatever it is that has got your you know your wires crossed in the situation like flip on over there's there's yeah. no harm in, in incorporating a new position mid-act you know what I mean you don't have to just stick with one I'm trying to think if there's anything else do you have a fun one in mind I do love I love when you said fingering and like obviously the tongue action because I think yeah. that combo gets me every time like obviously yeah. I like just oral but I feel like when fingers are incorporated in it I feel like it takes it to the next level and I'm like really turned on I'm really horned up and I'm like okay this is great so I love that tip and I even think I think I've done this once like he went and grabbed like a little toy and kind of incorporated that into it just like Mm -hmm. playing around with my clit whatever while like some tongue action I really really liked that yeah for penis owners I think um honestly I think playing with the balls like don't forget about the balls like definitely that's so true have some fun with those like and I I even think like if you obviously I always picture one hand is obviously on the penis Mm. and obviously your mouth but like if you have another hand to like play around with balls but also even like scratch their inner thighs like for whatever reason I feel like people yeah I mean it's such like a a tender spot and it's just like sexy when you're kind of like in the moment I think that can be super fun yeah I think like using your hands creatively or not even that creatively, but at all really is a huge factor, right? Like it's important not to neglect, um, I mean, any erogenous zone. And also like, it is so much more intimate if you're grabbing someone's ass or their thighs or whatever. I mean, obviously talk to your partner too, or if, I mean, you may already know what spots they like the most, but be like, you know, where can I touch you when I'm going down on you? That adds to your pleasure. I mean, easy, easy enough question to ask and toys too. Like you said, like adding 
stimulation um, through, uh, uh, I mean, if you're 69ing, you might use a penetrative vibrator, you could add a clip vibrator um, Mm -hmm. to kind of alternate with, or even if, if with a penis owner, you could get a stroker too, to add, like, instead of just your hand, you could have a stroker and then like focus your tongue on the tip of the penis. I mean, so many things to try out. Um, but toys are totally an easy way to be like, I'm just going to add a new component component. I mean, fucking nipple clamps, throw those in there. Like easy again, hands-free infinite options. I could go on. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love your tips. And like we were talking about the lights, like get those Literally, I think I got them at Best Buy. They're just lights and we literally put them around our bed frame. Yes. Like a, I don't know, fabric bed frame. And I'm telling you, it just, you can change all sorts of colors. It can be so hot. And I also, we did this this weekend. I I feel like there's always like the TV on, which is sometimes very distracting for me. I don't know why I don't love when the TV's on. Oh yeah. Music on and you get a good playlist. Mm -hmm. That shit can be like, like the light thing, like the red light, I feel like it's it can be so sexy. So like even when you're like getting ready to get in the mood, like sometimes I'll like go in my room, put on the lights, like maybe put on an outfit if I'm feel if I'm feeling really crazy, or like <laughs> put on a playlist and be like, hey babe, like come in the bedroom, and like you can just be like all ready, and they'll be obviously super turned on. So that yeah. I feel like is a really fun way to just like keep it fun, keep it interesting, and just try totally. out some new things. Yeah. It's amazing. Like uh, the color, the color lights thing is a must try. And I'm sure you felt this too. Like for us, like depending on the color, the mood really does change. And so I started making playlists that were called red and it was like songs that fit the vibe of what our sex in red lighting had been thus far. And then there's a blue and a purple and a green. So like complete, because you, you start feeling out the vibes like, Oh, weirdly, like, like, when it's blue for us, like shit is dirty. I don't know why. I don't know why that shit is raunchy. Whereas red is like more sultry. Purple is a little bit sweeter. Like there's, dude, I don't know for us that just, it just started happening organically. So make, you can make playlists for the colors. Oh my God. That just blew my mind. (laughs) I'm not even kidding you. That is such a good tip. Cause I I love making playlists. Like I Mm -hmm. literally have one on my Spotify called like I think I had it like sex something because I was like someone at work is going to see this like on my yeah. screen like when I actually worked at the office now I couldn't give a fuck less at what the hell I have <laughs> but anywho I love that idea I have like I forget what I named it I think I called it like spice it up or something like that and that's yeah, just yeah. Like, sex playlist but you just gave me an infinite like playlist ideas because ooh that's that's a good idea I love that and you can change them up too as as your sex changes man I love it music music is a really useful tool too um but yeah no I always know when I come out of the bathroom if I'm like brushing my teeth at night and I open the door and my partner has made it like some color I'm like oh we're gonna fuck (laughs) we're about to fuck (laughs) I love that now which one is your favorite if you have to choose a color do you have one? Probably red. I, I I feel like red is just, I don't know if it's like stereotypical, like movie nightclub vibes. Like I'm not a club person, but like, I don't, I don't know where in my head um, I decided that red was like the sexiest color, but I think it's the one that we come back to the most. Um, and then we'll throw in other ones. Blue is, is certainly the, the second best, I think. And then like the other ones, we 
orange we've fucked around with yellow i mean you just might as well we have infinite colors right so just keep trying them i love it that's such a good tip okay so we're gonna switch gears a little bit here we're gonna talk about sexting because i could go off on so many tangents (laughs) and like how like Okay, well, I guess we could say should say what it is. Yes. So sexting can be so many different ways. I mean, you can send a sexy like text to someone. You could send some nude pictures or you know unsolicited or solicited like nude pictures. I mean, you could do lingerie. I mean, it doesn't have to be nude, but um, just like something that you're you're thinking and you're really into and you're like I really just want to tell this person what I want to do to them and then it can mm-hmm. just be a complete storyline and you can go back and forth and it can be super super fun and then obviously there's obviously FaceTime sex which is also a very very fun thing to do for Especially sure if you're long distance or you're on a trip or I mean even if you haven't seen each other for for a few days it's like super fun to just try out something new mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you have anything to add to just sex no, in general. Yeah, I think you, you put it really well that it's a really big spectrum. Like it can be as simple as like, this is what I'm thinking about. Or like, this is what I'm really excited to do the next time we see each other. Or sometimes like, it's like, I've done elaborate role plays over mm. sexting because like, especially if it's stuff that you wouldn't ever want to do or uh, like, you know, like, you know, in the way that porn is fantasy, um, sexy can totally be too. So, I mean, like I've done some weird, like, I mean, I'm a nerd, so I've done some like video game character role plays and shit like that that. over text because like, fucking why not? Oh yeah. That's just, you know, who knows? Just sampling. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And I think it's like, I think the hardest part, what I kind of have gathered from friends and just hearing other stories is how to start it. And so I've kind of thought about a few ideas on like how to start it. And I think one really good thing is like thinking of a memory that you had with this person or like thinking back to like a couple nights ago when you had sex and like really remembering like how you felt and what you really liked and kind of just go off that. Like you literally could start it like last night I loved when you did X, Y, Z and just Mm -hmm. really start out by like tell like sharing a past experience and then just kind of like going for it and then they you know say whatever they think and it just kind of goes back and forth so I think that's one really good way to kind of open it up and I call it spank bank because it's like things that are in the <laughs> um, yes. and then like or or if like say it's a long distance relationship or you know you haven't you can't see them very often you could say like if we were together right now like what would you want to do with me and just like kind of open it up to like see what they're thinking and then just kind of bounce bounce things off of each other. Yeah, I think those are both really great and super accessible ways to get it going and you know, to try to gauge if your partner is into it cuz sometimes people like they are a little slow to pick things up. You can always ask questions too like um, you know, did you did you like when I did this or what was your favorite thing about, you know, the stuff we did two nights ago or maybe it's um, you know, do you like when I talk to you about the things that I do to you? You know, like you can ask sexy Um, questions to gauge like how in depth they want to go, like what their vibe is. um, If this is sort of a new sexting dynamic. Um, And then something else that I've done uh, that I think is another accessible sort of entry point is to be like, 
um, you know, oh, I'm, I'm at work, but I can't stop thinking about this or, oh, I'm like out, I'm out with my friends at dinner, but like, I, um, you know, like I'm wet or whatever, because I'm thinking about this, like, I'm like, you know, whatever, like you can, you can use the, I'm distracted by the thought of like hanging out with you in a sexual way, um, as, as a really easy segue. Oh, I love that. That's, that's good shit right there. And it's it's so fun. And like, I even think like, I love the questions thing. Cause then you can really gauge, like you were saying, like Mm -hmm. what they think. And, and then also, I think that this is also a good segue kind of into like, if you want to try something out with them, you can kind of start by asking them questions or being like, Oh, I really liked when you did X, Y, Z. And then you can kind of bring it into like, Oh, like if you were here right now, I would love for you to, you know, be my doctor and I'm, you know, the patient and like kind of start Mm -hmm. to throw the ideas out of like your fantasies or, you know, some role-playing situations, or I really want you to walk in the, walk in the house and rip off all your clothes and push me against the wall. Just saying you like sexy things that you want to try out. Cause then you can gauge like if they're into it. And I think that's a really good way to like bounce ideas off each other. Yeah, I can like sex logistics can be weirdly hot. And if you're a planner and I like for me, I think that over communication is super sexy when it comes to sex. Like uh, I like, you know, I'm a firm believer in in talking to your partner in advance and like setting boundaries. And I think that can be dirty yeah. talk for sure. Like, um, you know, what if I came home and you were wearing this, you know, like they're totally, totally a bunch of things you can try. And I think too, um, it's a good way to like, there, there are sexy ways to check in during sexting too. Like, I always want to note that because I think it's easier to do that. Like, and by check-in, I mean like gauge enjoyment and consent because in person it is, it is easier. Right. But we live in a modern society and it's easy to get carried away and be like, I'm just going to send a picture of my dick. Cause I can like, you know, nope. don't do that. So it's also good to be like, you know, like, Oh, do you want to see a picture of me? Or like, do you want to yeah. see how hard I am for you? Do you want to see how wet I am for, you, you know, like just a reminder, like there are sexy ways to do that. And I encourage you all to yeah. do it. You're, you're not going to break the mood, um, by asking questions in a sexy way. Uh, but totally like, it's a really, really, really great way. And I've done this certainly like to test out fantasies. And there are some things where like, I've had partners in the past, um, who have, well, I think in our last episode, when we talked about cuckolding, like I was in a relationship with someone who, uh, was a bit of a cuck and like had a hard time with that label, but there would, there would be things said during sexing, for example, that would lead to later conversations of like, okay, like that was hot when we were talking, but you know, like what boundaries do we want to set and stuff like that. So it's a great introduction, especially if you're trying to build a long-term uh, intimate connection with someone. And if, if it's a short-term thing too, like go off there, there are tons of ways to be sexy without like jumping into a crazy, like sex scenario that you probably wouldn't want to do with someone that you're casually seeing or something. You know what I mean? There's yeah. definitely, definitely the spectrum exists. Oh, Absolutely. And I think even, yeah, definitely consent. And obviously no one wants an unsolicited dick. For sure. And I actually, I I did a TikTok video and it was literally like, guys, girls don't want dick pics. They want cum shots, cum shots, 
videos with the sound on. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I was like, that's good. Seriously. That is funny. I actually can't tell you the last time I saw a dick pic. Like to my boyfriend, I mean, he probably have sent me maybe one or two because he's not really into that. I can't tell you the last time I've seen one, actually. Which I'm oh really can't really I'm not mad about about because I'm like sometimes it's like you know I'm not really into that right now you know it I think here's here's my soapbox I think sexting is an art of its own I think like baseline you know just verb verbal or like words only texting texting sexting is like you have to try, right? Like you do have oh, yeah. to be descriptive. Like, don't just be like, oh yeah, I like that. Like, that's not very helpful for your partner. So like you have to put in some effort, but when it comes to taking nudes, that is truly an art. And oh. it's an art that a lot of penis owners do not take the time to learn. And yeah. I can tell you that I am, I, you know, life partner is a, a, the good looking man, in my opinion, obviously, and takes very good dick pic pics. And we don't, Ooh. you know, we live together, obviously. So it's not like I see this often, but like when we're apart for a weekend or a week, which we've done, you know, it sucks. We've had to do that before. Um, then nothing like an artful dick pic is nice for me personally, yes. but um, it, 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 it is very, rare I mean I've seen a lot of dick pics in my life um I'm not gonna lie to you some some unsolicited a lot plenty of them were solicited and it it, the the ones that have been good I mean I'm biased but I do think my partner has has taken the best ones I've ever seen but um because he's try he tries like he just tries to you know like I don't want to see like your dick over your kitchen sink or like oh my gosh. not kitchen sink your bathroom sink but kitchen sink would be worse don't do that or like your <laughs> toilet or like like oh, you know what I mean like people you know what I mean people just don't fucking like I don't want to know where you're actually gonna come right, do you know what I mean right, like if you're gonna right. do it over a sink that's totally fine I get it but like but don't show me don't, don't show me yeah it's <laughs> gross but like it's it's the people who try who like want to want to try to like I don't know elevate the way that they look and create a sexual ambiance in a picture. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking art. It has to be. Yes. Okay. Well now I want to know if you have any advice on men sending dick pics, obviously, you know, with the other person willing and consent, but like where is a good spot? Like in bed? Yeah. I think anywhere that's not the bathroom or the kitchen is a good start unless unless like you you're like in a situation and someone's really into you being like in the shower then maybe that's okay. fine that's but like true. but like for me it would be um it would be like probably laying down in a bed and like yeah. I what I don't want to see is the like POV of your dick do you know what I mean like yes. when I yeah, maybe that's just me. I don't know. I don't know if it's because like I know that POV porn too mm-hmm. is often like I don't know. I, I I don't really do the whole POV general thing. Um, we're talking about I'm yeah. Not- it's just yeah. Anyway, from from all angles, it's bad. But um, so I think like having you know like in the way that I would send a nude where I'm you know I'm a, I'm a yeah. cis- cisgender woman like 
you know, I'm going to tastefully get a little bit of tit, a little bit of butt, a little bit of pussy if I can. Like, yes. you know, I'm going to keep keep my nose and up out of the picture because I don't yes. want that saved anywhere, even if it's my like maybe now my life partner. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like we're getting married. So it's like, you know, I can probably trust him with my nudes. But anyone else like bah. um, so, you know, like if you think about that as as a penis owner, similarly, like get, get your chest in there, get your legs yeah. in there. Like, don't just, just, don't just like plank on your bed with your dick out. Like, you know, no. look relaxed, look sensual. Like you have to, you have to try to pose a little bit. I'm not saying you have to look like a Calvin Klein model, but I am saying that even if, even if your masturbatory pose is, you know, like your stick straight laying down and like, there's no organic nature to it that's fine but for a photo like look look sensual and relaxed um and like I don't know if there's something that your partner has already highlighted like I love your forearms like great get those in there like whatever you can do to like you know lump lump in all of your best traits into one picture do it yeah I like that idea and I think putting yeah like putting other parts of the body in and not just mm-hmm. not just the dick because like come on I can't I can't do it up close of just no. like just shaft is so like it's just so limited <laughs> I feel like those are the majority of the ones that I've seen besides like the like past partners that I've had like in like the mirror with all like sexy abs and stuff yeah like mirror pics are good actually I'm not opposed to a good mirror pic I send mirror pics to my partner when we've been apart because that's an easy way to get all of my good bits in <laughs> exactly and I I do have a tip for the listeners so if you are sending photos a good tip is if you have an iPhone put that on live photo right mm. so you could do like a little like nip slip so maybe you're like I don't know holding your boobs or like touching them in a certain way and like you slightly move your hand when you're taking the photo. So then when they click on the photo, they can see a little bit of a nip slip. I think that's so fucking hot. You know that what I'm talking about? That is such a tech savvy pro tip because I would never have fucking thought of that. That's great. So that's- I love it. And I think going into, you know, FaceTime sex, if you're into that, video sex, whatever. Um, I think a huge factor is- practice sounds weird but practice before you you know get into it so so you have you know you're gonna facetime tonight and you know it's gonna get dirty set up your phone where you think it will be and practice and like see your angles and see where you feel sexy because obviously I've done it before and I'm like oh my god this angle is not very good I don't really look I don't like this so you you want to practice before you do it so then you're like oh okay this angle I really enjoy this angle really good and really just see like what you feel comfortable with obviously because you you're going to want to feel comfortable and obviously that will show to whomever you're doing it with but I think feeling sexy, feeling good about yourself while you're doing this, I think is a really good idea. And then same with photos, like take, I mean, I feel like whenever I take nudes, I take like a bajillion and then I'm like, okay, which one do I like the best? (laughs) But I think really making sure that you feel comfortable and obviously the other person is probably going to be cool with it as well, but just making sure your boundaries are there and obviously consent and make sure you trust the person. Obviously, I think that's very obvious at this point, but I think 
don't just do it with someone then I think if I I mean I don't I think if you screenshot on FaceTime it tells the person right I think it does yeah 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 and so like uh a couple of notes about well so video chatting um or FaceTime sex or whatever is awesome and it is a really great opportunity for intimacy but if you're a planner like me I actually prefer to send videos and so I'll, I'll have like a if my partner and I are apart like we will like we've we've sort of coordinated where it's like okay well I'm going to be home at this time okay I'm going to be home at this time um and like we're still live so to speak we're still like actively looking at our phones dedicated to just being present with one another but we're sending each other videos and I actually think that's great because mm. sometimes um well one I unabashedly have an iPhone tripod in our bedroom, which we've used to film ourselves, but I can put it on the tripod and change angles based on what it is that I'm trying to show my partner. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that creates a lot of, a lot more ease, especially if you're using lube and stuff, like it's a hand-free situation. And then he's not seeing the logistics part. Obviously when you're doing those things together, like you know, he gets the lube for me. I get the toy, you know, it's, it's different, right. but when it's, when it's a video chat and you're trying to compensate for kind of a lack of intimacy because you're apart cropping out or being able to clip out the, the stuff like me, like, you know, looking weird as I roll over to switch positions or like get lube or change sex toys. Cause my vibrator died or whatever it is like, it, it just heightens the experience for me. And again, if I take a video and I'm like, oh God, like what sound did I just make? I mean, especially if it's someone that you're, you know, like for me, it's easy because he's not going to like leave me if I moan weird. But like, you know, if you're self-conscious still and you're like getting into your habit of, of what sex looks like, it's a really good way to like kind of be on your best sexual behavior. And um, for penis owners too if you second guess that that dick pic you took if it was too much shaft or there's a weird background then you can you have time to reevaluate it as opposed to being like on facetime and okay. i also think it helps because i've been in facetime and skype sex situations where for me as a as a vulva owner who sometimes takes a little bit more effort than my penis owner friends um i've been in situations where like they just finish really quickly um that's true and, and it's sort of like then they're just watching me on facetime and uh where I like when we're sending videos I find that like uh it's I think a little bit easier for my penis owner partners to um slow it down so Mm. I have more time and uh they're not finishing before me not to say that sex ends at all when a penis owner finishes but uh I think I've just been in situations personally where like a penis owner finished and we were on Skype and I was like actually like I'm just gonna go like I'm just gonna do this by myself because he's just like his little face on FaceTime (laughs) sort of like like, all right (laughs) you yeah you just watching me could be hot but like right now it's not so like I think try on different options too because it totally depends on who you're with totally and I love I love that tip because it can be and again sending videos back and forth so hot so hot and you have control too over to your point about safety over showing your face or not in a video. Yeah. Whereas like, it's a little bit harder to, to notice stuff like that. Um, in FaceTime, you're kind of like juggling multiple things, um, where you can review a video that you 
take before you send it to make sure that like there's no like identifying stuff if you're just worried about that if it's kind of earlier on I have a history of completely anonymous uh like random internet friend sexting and and uh otherwise relationships and for me anonymity was key um so it was very important for me to have those things in mind and actually for those of you who are interested in like hyper safety when sexting kick throwback uh the messaging app k-i-k which i think was like a thing in like the i don't know like when we first got phones um it still exists one and two um lets you know when someone is um taking a photo or video within the app so you it, it it differentiates like uploading photos uh versus taking them within the app right uh, which is really helpful in terms of knowing that you're not uh, being catfished or like someone's like uh, not just sending you old nudes. Like there's just things like that where if you're, you know, wanting to explore but aren't in like a, a as trusting or maybe even just like a committed dynamic yet, having an app like that uh, really creates sort of a fail safe and I think is even safer than things like Snapchat. So um, something so, to keep in mind. That's such a good tip. I love that. Just do you have any sneaky sex tips? <laughs> I love it. Um, do you have any like horror like stories you could tell or like really good ones about sexting? Um, well, I have a lot of I have unfortunately kind of a lot of like horror, I guess horror stories is the right phrase for when I was in this. So I have I had like a three-year stint of being pretty active in uh anonymous sexting situations because I was in a relationship with the cuck that I mentioned and one of sort of the the components of our relationship was that I was sort of open and had free will to to do whatever I wanted uh with folks on the internet so um how did I do that safely uh I met people on reddit there are subreddits for Mm. for specific things right so some people might have heard of like random acts of muff diving or random acts of blowjob like you can meet people on reddit and meet up in person like just to like give or receive oral sex and like leave it at that there's things like that where you there's like a dirty snapchat subreddit or a dirty kick uh subreddit and you can meet people who post like you know their supposed age uh gender identity like sex assigned at birth uh kinks fetishes interests a little bit about their personality like whatever you want it's sort of like a uh picture free uh well sometimes people upload like bod shots um it's a way to meet people for sexting purposes and so that's what i did for for three years and so i um met a lot of people i had some like friends so to speak, like people, and I never used my real name and they Mm -hmm. usually didn't use theirs. Actually a lot of, there were a couple of, there were a couple of men who gave me just enough information to where I could find them on the internet. And I was like, so stupid. Um, (laughs) yeah, shame on you. Um, but like, you know, I think, uh, actually the, the most horror stories I found were when, um, I thought I was chatting with a woman, another cisgender woman. And as a, you know, identify as, as pansexual, as queer. And so as a woman occasionally seeking uh, non-cisgender men, uh, you know, I was, I was looking for some of that interaction. And a lot of the time it was creepy, straight uh, cisgender dudes pretending to be women. And because I was using kick, 
I knew that they were lying. And so I could say, Hey, I need you to send a, a photo right now, like from within the app to verify. And they'd be like, Oh, I can't, I'm like, out, or like, I'll do it later. And I was like, okay, well, if you can't do that, then it sounds like it's not going to be a good fit. And, um, right. you know, like you're just, you have fail safes in place in order to do that. So that was the most annoying thing. So it's like, well, damn, I'd love to just like, you know, get some girl and girl action here. And it's the internet's right. making it really hard because dudes are creepy. Yeah. That, that's, that's not my <laughs> either. I'm no. like, like, I just want you to be what you're saying that you're, you are like, that's all yeah. I'm at for. Come on. I did have uh, one pal who, uh, funny story, uh, like I, I met on a, um, like a short story writing or something subreddit. And he like happened to also be a part of some other sex related subreddits. Um, and then, and then it turned out though, that he was a I mean, super nice and very attractive, but he was like a 45 year old, like Mormon dad who was like trapped in the like Mormon church and like trying to get out. And his kids were like getting brainwashed. And he like wanted to talk about that a lot. And I was like, I'm really, I'm really like glad that you feel a trust in me, but I was sort of like, I think maybe you need a therapist and not a sexting friend. <laughs> Literally. Oh, wow. But people That's- are looking for intimacy. You know what I mean? And for me, right. that just looked different. I was very clear on what I was getting out of it. Hey, I mean, that's, and that's another thing is be clear. I always say that share your intentions with whoever, whomever you're with, no matter what that looks like, like always just be, be very transparent because no one can fault you for telling, for you telling them what you want. Right. It's like, for sure. just be, just be honest. Yeah. Um, and then my other thing was that I had written down was sexting while in the shower I think can be so fucking hot like you're getting off you're, you're maybe using a toy while you're tech that shit I think is super fun you can really spice that up like obviously if you want you could do photos or videos like I've done that for many sure and that can be I don't know what it what like the shower is so like I don't know it's so hot sometimes to me like you just go in there and just masturbate and then like also be like talking to your partner whomever and just like really be and and all you have to say is I'm in the shower like for sure I'm naked and wet (laughs) right right that's all it takes but you know what that just reminded me of so back in the day AIM like messaging oh yeah I you were gonna die at this this is so embarrassing there was this website that you could find away messages and mine for the shower, because I had a, a way message for every single thing that I ever did. My way message was, and this was when I was like young, I'm hot, I'm steamy, I'm wet, I'm in the shower. <laughs> oh my God. It's so funny what we like thought we could get away with, because I feel oh like as a teenager, there were so many things where I'd be like, oh, haha, you thought that was about sex? It was actually right. a joke. And now it's like, Oh, you thought that was a joke? No, I want to fuck. Like, is that, like I've aged into the bit, and the bit is more sex than it is joke. But <laughs> so funny. Um, but it can be so. It can be so hot. I feel like you have a little bit of a wet and messy fetish going on. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I feel like I, I, I don't know. There's just something about water, like, and even yeah. nature too. I feel like it's so hot, like sneaking somewhere that you probably shouldn't be having sex or doing something dirty and you're like I'm gonna do it anyway it's just really fucking hot 
like we're I'm, we're learning so much about your kinks right now and I'm obsessed with it actually <laughs> it's making me so happy you're, you're saying what? it casually and I'm like taking notes I'm like oh <laughs> she's into this and now she's into this learning I love it like my favorite well one of my favorite ones that I'm I don't know I might have told you this at one point during our last episode but I had sex on the balcony in Aruba at a resort. And I was so nervous how I was going to get caught. I was like, I'm going to get arrested in Aruba. Like really, Janae? But it, was <laughs> it, was, it was a great time. And we were just overlooking the ocean and it was so fucking hot. I love that shit. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, public sex or like being worried about getting caught is super hot. The only thing is like, the, I, and I was talking about this with uh, another sex educator recently. It's sort of like, if you do get caught though that poor person like they didn't can they didn't consent to your naked body but nope. that's why like the in-between for me is super hot where it's like you know like for me car sex is, has been sort of that not to say that car mm-hmm. sex is like logistically it's not more gratifying than being in like the comfort of my home but like knowing that there could be someone who drives by I'm thinking like car sex at night right. let me just be clear not like on a busy During street although I have I have done it in a busy parking lot in the middle of the day I'm not gonna lie to you but I love it I was more nervous then though but you know where you're like getting getting the enjoyment out of public sex without being like oh my god a child is gonna walk by and see oh. like some something horrible you know what I mean like you, you okay. have to ride you have to ride the fine line and there is a happy medium um but I love that that sounds so fun like it was during the night too. So it was like yeah, late. Yeah. Night, so I was like, I really don't think anyone's going to see had like it. a long day at the beach. Then you rinsed off, had a romantic dinner. Yeah. Then you fucked on the balcony. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm, I have dreams. I mean, it was great. I really enjoyed <laughs> it. So I'm always looking for d- different like places to have sex. I feel like it's always fun. Do oh, you have yeah. a place? Oh God. Um, I do love like a good, um, a good armchair sex. Oh, so like as a, you know, bed, obvious couch, also pretty obvious, but armchair armchair is really fun because Mm. like, sure. I can ride him in, in either any direction. And that's, that is also kind of obvious, but he can bend me over the chair um, I've been tied up like, and then put in the chair and like done like a, um, not tied to the chair, but I've been like bonded and then in a chair and then he like uses toys on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like chairs are underused sexually and I don't have to leave my house to do it, which is always nice. Um, though I will say like a good Airbnb fuck, like walking what? in and being like, unfucked shower unfucked couch unfucked bed like tick 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 like why not uh just while i'm here that's always fun love that's <laughs> that's great that's good shit man so <laughs> i mean i could talk to you all freaking night about stuff so sure. <laughs> we'll have to wrap it up eventually <laughs> i know right i'm like shit i need to we need to play our game <laughs> So I did do some like food ones, but I'm like, I'm just going to skip those and get good, get to the good shit. So the first one is morning sex or night sex. Well, I will say that I have night sex way more, but I do really like morning sex. So Mm. maybe I'll say morning sex just because it's less common. Yes. For me. Sex toys only or, or or oral sex only? 
Oh, sex toys only. Sex toys, love. I, I mean, I love oral, but I have 80 sex toys for me and my partner. And I just, I, it's too much. It's too much fun. His tongue is great. Don't get me wrong, but toys for sure. Toys, love. Dirty talk or a long foreplay? That's a tough question. That's a hard-hitting question, Janae. I don't know what you want from me. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say long foreplay. Yes. Yeah. If you had to have mediocre sex all the time or mind-blowing sex every six months, which one would you choose? With my current partner? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's nice to look at, and that helps, even if the sex were mediocre, I think. Um Oh man, that's really tough. I I think so. Wait, okay. Is this any kind of sexual activity? Yeah. Okay. The mediocre sex or mind blowing sex every six oh. months. No, I think I think weirdly, I'm gonna say mediocre sex, mediocre sex regularly, and I do think because for me, there's something really important about maintenance sex mm-hmm. and intimacy um and I know obviously there is intimacy and physical touch that isn't sexual but I just think like it's too important to, to have so rarely yes no I totally agree <laughs> would you rather accidentally send a nude to one of your family members or your boss Oh, family members, family members, family members, for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no fucking question. Um, funny, funny, quick story. One time my partner accidentally sent, not, thank God, not a dick pic, but he had taken like a bod shot with his towel, like wrapped around his hips. Yeah. So you could see his like abs and, you know, he looked, he was looking good, but he accidentally sent it to his mom. And he didn't, he hadn't sent any, like any sexy wording or anything. And again, it was just him shirtless really like after being in the shower and luckily he hadn't been like, want to fuck you or anything gross, but right. Right. And then he immediately was like, Oh my God, that was clearly not meant for you. And she was like looking fit and sent him like the flexing emoji. I mean, she's British, right? So she's so nice. Like she's not ever going to be like, who's that for? Like she's, she was like, we'd been a committed relationship. Like she knew who it was for. So it was fine. But, um, so funny. And like my, my mom wouldn't care. She'd like, she wouldn't have wanted to see it, but she'd be like, yeah, okay. That makes sense. And my boss, like I work at a, with a team of all men. Oh, I'm literally the only woman. And so it's all like very nice, very cool dudes. And, but I just think like, I'd have to leave my job. Oh yeah. I could I don't even know what I would do. I would, I, no, it would be I mean, no. just the, by far the most inappropriate thing that ever happened to me. And it would be, it would be the, it would be one of the worst things that ever happened to me. Literally. So. Same. No, thank God. I would choose my family members too. Yeah. Would you rather glow pink when you're attracted to someone or glow red when someone annoys you? Glow pink when I'm attracted to someone. Love. Right. Or do you disagree? Yeah. No, I think, uh, honestly, I feel like it would be kind of cool. Because, like, when someone's annoying you, I feel like you can tell when someone annoys me because you can see it on my face, so. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing is I'd want to, I'd rather hide that because there are people who can annoy me, but it's, like, nine times out of ten, honestly, for me, it's because I'm having a bad day and I'm just, like, being irritable and it has nothing to do with them. And I don't want them to know that they're annoying me because it's probably my problem, so. Totally. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? 
I totally know what you mean. It's like, yeah, yeah it's, I feel like it'd be cool to glow pink. Um, yeah, this one is, this one's hard. Would you all, would you, if you always, every single time you made out with your partner, you had to make out for five hours or every time you had sex, it only could be for seven minutes or less. Which one would you choose? Those are just two polarities. Big I know. Five hours is a long fucking time. I just don't have time for that. <laughs> I don't remember the last time that I, I mean, don't get me, the first like six months that my partner and I were fucking, we would just, yes. I mean, just make out for five hours and then fuck for another five hours. I mean, that was it, right? Like, what else do you do? Um, But now it's sort of like, well, we have lives and we make time (laughs) for sex, but like, right. I got a full-time job. He's got a full-time job. Like I have a fucking podcast. I got a content create. He's got side hustles. We both want to play video games and watch movies. Got to cook dinner. Like, I don't know what else to tell. Like, I don't have time You're for like, that. So I, I don't I, know how I would make out for five hours. I wouldn't sleep, I guess. True. But that sounds bad because a girl loves to sleep. So <laughs> I guess it's the seven minute one, but I, I hate that question. <laughs> I mean, I love it. So it's made me sad. <laughs> it is. It's a tough one. I think either one would be terrible. But yeah. Sex toys or lingerie, if you had to choose one. Uh, sex toys. <laughs> I love them. I love sex toys. They're so yeah. fun. I mean, I do I do have quite a bit of lingerie, but I have more sex toys. <laughs> yes. I want to see your drawer. I bet it's amazing. It's extensive. I'm happy to send a pic. I would literally love to. That would I, awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a vlog. <laughs> right, drawers. <laughs> Some recommendations. <laughs> I love it. Would you rather be turned on 24-7 or turned on only a couple times a year? 24-7. Love. Basically how I am anyway. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, just kidding. But I mean, am I? (sighs) Okay. And then the last one's kind of nice. Would you rather receive chocolate or receive flowers or a plant? Flowers or a plant for sure. Love. What about you? a tough one because I love both but I live for chocolate so if I came home with chocolate I'd be like yes but he does buy me flowers quite often which is actually very sweet so yeah yeah no he brings home flowers a lot when he grocery shop- if he grocery shops without yes. usually he yes. brings home flowers which is really cute yeah oh so sweet and then he like puts them in a vase and, go- and I'm like oh Oh, so- I have to put them in the vase because he, he, he'll, he'll get like the, the bargain pack of like three for $12 or something. And it's like three different types of greenery or flowers. And then I do the arrangements. So that's the oh. situation. See, that's fun though. That's fun for you too. I yeah, it's true. That. It's interactive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, this was so freaking much fun. I'm so glad we got to pod- podcast again together. Thank you so much for coming on My Naked Mindset. Please let everyone know where they can connect with you. Yes. Oh my God. You're so much fun and I love your show and it's always a blast. So I'm happy that we can continue collaborating. Um, yeah. So sex existentialist, which is existentialist with an S at the beginning. I'm sure it'll be in the show notes. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not going to spell it out loud because every time I do, I no. fuck it up. <laughs> um, but, uh, it's on Spotify, Apple, pretty much everywhere. You can listen to podcasts, iHeartRadio. I mean, whatever you do your thing, it's there. Um, and then you can find me on Instagram at sex essentialist pod. 
Uh, and you can find all kinds of uh, fun content, episode ups, updates, but other sex ed and uh, kink related information. And then um, I just launched a Patreon. So check that out, patreon.com slash sex existentialist pod. Uh, for just a, a starting price of $1.50 a month, you can get exclusive content for me, which is basically where I'm going to talk by myself about sex, my sex and other sex. So, uh, and then of course, like there's merch and other cool shit uh, higher, on higher tiers. So check it out. A portion of proceeds are going to be donated to reproductive justice uh, organizations supporting uh, communities of color. So uh, more info on that as the patronage uh, community grows. Um, yeah, that's it. Check me out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Em. I appreciate you coming on today. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you again so much for having me. And, uh, I'm sure we will see each other again soon. Absolutely. I had such a fun time talking to Em today. It was such a pleasure having her back on the podcast. Like I mentioned, go listen to the other episode that she was on, which is the top three listened to or the top three, yeah, top three listen to episodes of My Naked Mindset number 39. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was so much fun to have her back on the show, and I can't wait to do some more collaborating with her. And you know where to find me at My Naked Mindset on all of your social media platforms. Also, I would love for you to join My Naked Mindsetters Facebook group, and let's connect. Connect with me on TikTok as well. Thank you for tuning in today. Bye.